Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online at insightfolios.com for more information about Kevin, the team, and to ask your own questions or to listen to past episodes of the show. It's all at insightfolios.com. Kevin, great to be with you this week. How you been? I've been good, Walter. I spent a little few days up north at Indian River, did the Indian River cruise. Nice. You know, cruised on Burt Lake and Mullet Lake, did all that fun stuff. We do that every year with our friends, and we got back, and I got a little sun, and raring to go. Nice. Yeah, I, I got on the edge of sunburn, but didn't quite get all the way there, so it's now turning into the perfect tan, so I'm, I'm a happy camper here midsummer. Oh, good for you. Then so uh, Connie's not scolding you about getting too much sun then. No, no, she's not. If I uh she was with me when I got the worst sunburn of my life uh many years ago and I I don't know what happened or why we lost track of time or what the deal was, but my goodness, I never want to be that badly sunburned ever again in my life. <laughs> it was miserable. Absolutely miserable. It's it's no fun because I remember we went to Mexico one time and um, now I'm naturally dark skinned so I don't normally burn but I was out there with an hour hour and a half and I was toast had to buy the big sombrero hat the rest of the vacation to keep the sun off me it was it was brutal because I I don't ever remember getting sunburn like that yeah it is uh, it is awfully brutal uh, the further you get to the big uh, middle of the equator right yes, <laughs> the yes. worse I and mean, worse it gets so. it was it was quite brutal. Luckily, uh, in Michigan, you only have to really worry about getting sunburned uh, a, a small about, slice of the year, really, right? About 10 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's about 10, 10 days where you're in the danger zone. Other than yeah. that, you're in pretty good shape. So, well, We've got a great show on the way for today. You know, inflation has been in the news a lot lately, Kevin, and we've had some developments on that in the past week or so. So we're going to talk a little bit more about inflation, the impact on portfolios and our financial plans. We'll also try and get into some universal truths about the financial world. Maybe we'll have time to talk about what to do if you need to change financial advisors and perhaps answer some more of our listener questions. But let's kick it off this week with a quote of the week. This is from Tim Ferriss, a popular podcast host. He says, money doesn't change you. It reveals who you are when you no longer have to be nice. I can remember when you were nice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well that's both like a that's both like a compliment and then not a compliment at the same time. It, it, it is right, double edge. Yeah, exactly. But th- but that is true. You know, um, over my thirty years of doing this, I've noticed that almost I would say ninety nine percent of the people are just super nice, and they you know they worked, they saved, they you know they earned it, and they did all those kinds of things to get where they're at. But the one percent I've noticed, you know, maybe inherited a little bit, and they got a different attitude. How about you? Have you noticed anything like that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I think uh, I just kind of read this as sort of um, like with other things in life, too. Like this just enhances who you already are. So right. money doesn't necessarily change you. It just helps uh, enhance some of the qualities and the things that you already were in life. So if you were already a generous person when you didn't have money, you're more likely to continue to be a generous person as you get more money and vice versa. Right. And uh, we did an exercise long time ago when I first started in this business. They want to know what money meant to everybody. Some was love, some was power, and mine was freedom. 
you know, the freedom to do what you want. And, and, go, and that was a per, pretty powerful exercise that I went through. And I suggest that, uh, you know, if it's available to you, I forget the name of the course, but it was a real, real revealing course on, you know, what money means to you. And then once you figure that out, it's easy to go forward. That's a very good point. I think that's uh, to have that kind of self-awareness and how you view money, how it impacts you and your personality and all those things. I think it's uh, it's important to kind of understand those underlying currents maybe in your life as you then get into the more nitty and gritty numbers. But I think it's really important to, to kind of know your heart whenever you're going through some of these financial conversations. It sounds like you try to uncover some of those things when you talk to people in, in your meetings, Kevin. We do. You know, we do. We try to find out, you know, what's important and what does money mean to them and how is it going to, you know, enhance their life going forward, those types of things. But we do. Well, it's a uh, very helpful part of the conversation that Kevin has with you. If you come into the office there in the uh, Tri-City area, offices in Pinconning and Saginaw, if you'd like to get a complimentary review of your financial plan, you can get that by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Don't hesitate to reach out during or after today's show if you have any questions on your mind and set up that time for a more in-depth conversation or just to explore some of the questions that might be on your mind. That's 888-885-PLAN or go to insightfolios.com. Well, Kevin, I mentioned uh, people have been asking about inflation more and more, it seems, at least it's in the news a lot. Have you had clients or folks that you've been meeting with in the office having conversations about this with you? It's just starting to happen when we're talking to people, you know, the, the price increase and, you know, the inflation cost. And they're wondering, you know, hey, you know, normally we'll show inflation in our simplicity process. We'll show, you know, if you take an income, we'll show an increase in by 3% a year. But for the first time, uh, I, th- I want to say a week ago, I had a person I wanted to see 5% increase. So it's starting to come about. I feel like, and whenever we've talked about inflation over the last couple of years of doing this show, Kevin, people are probably like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, inflation, inflation. Like, we, haven't had, we yeah. haven't had any inflation in so long. Why is this an important topic anymore? Well, all of a sudden now in the last couple of months, uh, people are starting to worry about what inflation is going to look like in the coming months and years. And so we want to talk and kind of resurface this conversation about inflation, how to operate in potentially an inflationary environment. And so let's start with Social Security, Kevin, because we need to remember that Social Security and government pensions are inflation adjusted. Now, this sounds like a a good thing on the surface, right? Well, it does on the surface, right? Um, And I just read an article the other day. Do you, I don't know if you read this or not, Walter, but they're anticipating your Social Security this year going up by you know what percent? I didn't see this, no. What what percent? Over 5%. 5%, oh, okay. That's huge because... If you look back 30, it took 30 years ago to even to get that, you know, to get that high. And we're looking at the cost of living going up. We're looking at, you know, all kinds of things going price of lumber. Everything's impacting it now. We're starting to hear, you know, the Jimmy Carter years are coming back. All those types of things are coming down the road. But if you did have your Social Security check adjusted by 5%, you know, if you're getting $20,000 a year, that's another $1,000 in your pocket. Sounds good on the surface, like you said. But does that $1,000 keep up with the cost of lumber, for example? You know, your purchasing power is being lost. Those types of things going down the road. So inflation can eat away uh, extremely hard at, at your portfolio and at your everyday living expenses. So you have to plan for that. And you have to put inflation into your income plan so you can increase your income every single year going forward so you can outpace the cost of living. You don't, you know, the cost of living doesn't outpace you. So just because you're getting a raise, on the surface it sounds good, but remember when inflation goes up, the cost of goods go up and you're probably not keeping up with a lot of those activities. And the other thing that the government does is they exclude 
in their uh, inflation price index, they exclude the cost of food and the cost of fuel. And we've seen a major rise in fuel, you know, over a dollar a gallon in the last year. And food, we're seeing pork shortages. All those things are going to impact the way inflation is going to impact yourself personally. So keep on top of that. That's a great point. And this is what's known as those, uh, when we hear the buzzword, COLA, cost of living adjustment. Is that what that 5% increase would be? Okay. Historically, it's been about 2.3. So I can give you, you know, I can give you an idea of the Social Security anyway, 2.3. So if we're going to see over a 5% increase, that's that's pretty big. But also shows you what's happening in the broader spectrum yeah. of, of things as well. All you got to do is look, you know, if you have $100 in your pocket on Friday and you got 20 on Monday, you know the prices of, you know, you can tell by seeing what's left on Monday. Very cool. All right. Another takeaway maybe to think about in inflationary environments, cash is king, but ROI or return on investments is queen. So don't be a joker, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you really had to work hard at that one. Who, 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 wrote, who wrote this material? <laughs> <laughs> well, cash is king to an extent, you know. So we want we want a good emergency fund in your into your bank account. And I typically say six months to a year, and I'm more on the year side because if whatever comes around, we need we need to access those funds. But we've talked about this many many times in the past. You know, if we have too much cash sitting in the bank, we call it lazy money because it's just sitting in there earning nothing, virtually nothing in today's interest environment. I had somebody come in the other day, said that the CD was coming due and it was at three tenths of one percent. To me, that's crazy if you have a lot of cash sitting in the bank, especially when you can go out there and you get a plain old Jane fixed annuity at three, three and a half percent. That's that's a big increase. And even if interest rates increase on, let's say, CDs or money markets or savings accounts, that means that inflation is going up. So inflation is going up. So are you consistently keeping up with the cost of living? Probably not. So there, you've, by keeping too much cash into your account, I think that there's opportunities for that cash that could outpace inflation. And we know what those are historically. They've been in the stock market. So cash is king. Cash is good. Cash needs has its role into your income plan. But having too much can have a detriment on your income plan, too. Great points, Kevin. I think that's good. All right, we'll, we'll stick with uh, less craziness here as we head through the rest of the uh, inflation conversation. There becomes then this conversation about these low rates for like mortgages and those kinds of things. Boy, it sure seems like this is a good time to start locking those things in because if we start to see inflation, are we saying goodbye to these, you know, two and a half, three percent mortgage rates? We are. You're going to see those, you know, go away. So if you're in a, you know, if you just bought a house or maybe five, six years ago and interest rates a little higher, your credit score got better and maybe you could refinance. It's definitely worth looking at because I don't think we're going to see these rates going forward down the road for quite some time. We remember back in the 70s when, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15% interest rates for a loan on a home or car or what have you. So if that's you, you're sitting in that position, it would be a good idea to at least sit down and and consider, in my opinion, you know, maybe you can consolidate some debt, look at lower interest rates, lock in a lower rate for a longer period of time, especially in the homes that uh, I think that's worth looking into. Good points as well, Kevin, there about the rates. I know that I'm not in any hurry to get rid of my current mortgage, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, hoping that that, uh, that, you know, just boy, what a fantastic opportunity to have been able to refinance and uh, have a home for such a low interest rate. Uh, It still blows my parents away when I talk about the mortgage rate compared to when they bought their first home. I think it was 12, 13, 14%, something like that crazy. Well, I can give you an idea. I think it was four years ago to tell you how low interest rates were is I bought a truck and I normally, you know, I I don't like taking too much loans out if I can't help it, but the interest rate was 1.1%. 
Hmm. On the loan, I said, all right, I think I'll take that because I'm making more on the other side. But now if you look at loans, I think they're creeping up 3 4 5%. So we know which way they're going to go. So take advantage of the low interest rates today if you're able to. Now, I know I've read some advice when it comes to inflationary times that you should avoid long-term bonds. Is that true? And, and why would that be the case? Well, if you buy a long-term bond, typically what we're talking about is, you know, it matures 10 years to maybe 20 years. So if you bought one today, you're going to get a very low interest rate. But why are people buying? Well, they think they're safe. They think that, you know, if you hold on to that particular bond, it's going to be safe, which in most cases it probably is, as long as you hold it to maturity. The problem comes here. Three years down the road, inflation's kicking along. Now you can get that bond at 6 or 7%. And you're, you're holding on that bond, maybe you bought at 1%. What do you think you're going to do? Well, you want that bond that's paying 5 or 6%. So you're going to have to sell your bond, your current bond, at a loss to get rid of it in order to take advantage of the new bonds at their current interest rate. So, you know, avoiding long-term bonds, you know, they, they have a place in your portfolio uh, sometimes. But now we know interest rates are going up and bonds work just the opposite of interest rates. Interest rates go up, bonds go down. So you have to be very, very careful when you're looking at long-term bonds. Right now, from our office, we're looking at you know shorter-term bonds just because we think interest rates are going to rise and we don't want to have somebody stuck in a long-term bond and have to take a major loss just to get out to keep up with the, with the new bond rates. Makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, one more example perhaps of uh, something to think about as we're in inflationary times, it seems, is to stress test your portfolio now. So we strap it to the treadmill, let it run as fast as it can, and uh, monitor the heart activity. It seems like, I don't know if that's going to tell us very much, Kevin. How do we stress test our portfolio? Well, it's a good exercise to go through if you haven't done this. In our simplicity plan, we can stress test many different things. We can stress test, just like I mentioned a little while ago, instead of raising your income by 3% a year for the cost of living adjustment, some person wanted to see 5% a year and see how, you, how you're going to fare. How is that going to, you know, how is your... That going to affect your income, number one, and how's that going to affect your balance? Can you, will your investments produce that kind of income without running out of money? Number two, this is on the back of everybody's mind that we're talking to. Everybody's saying, you know, the way they're spending money out there now, the next crash, the next market crash is just around the corner. So if you're all in stocks, you have a good majority in stocks, and we have another 2008, we have another 2001, two, and three, how will you fare? Do you have to sell investments to produce that income? And if you do, and we have a sustained down market, is that going to cause you to run out of money? That's most people's fear. And in our stress test, we can say that. We can say the market goes down 20 30% a year, and we can show that into your account and see how you fare. The other th- uh, stress test that we'll do is what most people, when you retire, what's your next worry is typically, one, running out of money, and two, if I go to the nursing home, what's going to happen to me? We can do that in a stress test, too. We can say, what what age do you think you're going to need nursing home care? And we can put that dollar figure in there. So we'll put 80000 to to 100000 additional dollars needed because of the nursing home aspect now. And I can show you how you would fare doing that stress test into your portfolio. Will you run out of money? Will you get in trouble? Those things going forth. And stress testing a portfolio, Walter, I think is critical, uh, especially nowadays. We're seeing inflation rise. We're seeing the market, you know, going at all-time high highs again. So what are your portfolio? What's taken you entire lifetime to accumulate? Will it withstand something like that? And that's a critical part of your income plan to see if it will or if it will not. And make adjustments now while you still can 
rather than waiting till after something happens and then reacting to it then. Well, if you'd like to come in for a conversation about what's happening right now in the financial world with these inflation issues, some of the things that you need to be paying attention to that are really important, please reach out to Kevin and set up that time to chat. Dial 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folios office in Pinconning, another in Saginaw, and you can find us online as well at insightfolios.com. But if you've got lots of question marks still surrounding your financial plan, time to turn those into answers and uh, make sure that you have a good plan built to last as long as you do. One that not only gets you to retirement, but all the way through it as well and can handle some of these pitfalls, obstacles like inflation. We've talked about it for so long. Now it's actually finally becoming something everybody else is paying attention to. But this has always been part of the plan to handle these kinds of things. So if you have a good financial plan in place, you're not worrying about inflation because your plan's been built to handle these ups and downs. If that's not the kind of plan that you have, well, reach out to Kevin. Of course, he's local, born and raised in Pin Conning, and he's been helping people for almost three decades retire successfully. So give him a call. Go over your plan with Kevin today. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Rocking and rolling today on Simply Financial. Glad you're with us. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is the man of the hour, financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning and Saginaw, so it's convenient to come in, have a conversation. Kevin's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, which you can get a copy of as part of Kevin's Retirement Rescue Toolkit. In fact, if you want to get the toolkit for yourself, it's a physical box packed with all sorts of goodies, um, books, special reports on saving money on taxes, income planning, retirement preparation, and other types of conversations that are great for anybody kind of beginning that financial planning journey. If you want to learn those first steps of how you can live a worry-free retirement, get the toolkit right now by texting the word KIT to the number 33222. Again, put the word KIT into the number 33222, and we'll be able to give you a retirement rescue toolkit at no cost. Just text KIT to the number 33222. And uh, Sensational Stacy will uh, put those in the mail and send them out to folks on Monday, right? Yeah, if she doesn't send any out, Walter, she looks at me like, what did I do wrong? So <laughs> <laughs> so she makes you go to the post office to send she, she, Well, no, but she oh, looks okay. at me, you, di- you didn't do something right because nobody requested a kit. So. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You got you got to then tell her, no, the, this is the I person. Got, this is the I got to tell her I'm human. You know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to get that toolkit, they haven't gotten it before and you've listened to the show, we've probably sent out a few hundred over the years here on the radio show. So uh, if you haven't gotten yours, there, there's a bunch of them probably floating around out there, Kevin. Um, but if you want a fresh copy, Kevin's always rotating new things into the toolkit. Again, just text the word kit to the number 33222. All right, Kevin, I wanted to talk about some of the things in the financial world. You know, we're all we're all unique. We're all different. We're all snowflakes and butterflies and have our own, uh, you know, our own uniqueness in life, right? Sure. Uh, but there are certain retirement planning principles that aren't necessarily that way. They kind of apply to everybody, regardless of who we are, how much money we have, when we're retiring, where you live, what your house looks like, you know, what's your financial plan, you know, like, all those kinds of things. These things hit us all. And uh, these are sort of the universal truths of retirement planning. So I figured this would be a good topic on today's show so we could really drill in and make sure that we're talking to essentially everyone that could be listening to today's show 
this message should resonate and be helpful to those folks. All right, so lesson number one, universal truth number one, everybody needs an income plan. So no matter who you are, why do we need an income plan in retirement? Well, the reason is because we all need income to do the everyday things. But for most people, when you look at it, Social Security, and if they have a pension, typically doesn't provide all the income you're going to need. So let me give you an example. If you need $5,000 a month of income, and between your Social Security and your pension, you have three, well, you're missing $2,000. That's what we call the shortfall. So we have to address how do we take what you've accumulated and how do we address that shortfall. And we want to do it in a manner that, you know, that shortfall is going to produce income for you throughout your life, no matter what the stock market does, no matter what the interest rates does, no matter what inflation rates do, we need to address that shortfall. And it needs to be understandable. When somebody comes in my office, we'll sit down and I'll show them the shortfall or if they have a surplus too. But the shortfall is the main thing, no matter who fixes it, whether you hire an advisor, you do it yourself, that has to be solved before you go into retirement. You cannot go into retirement. I don't recommend you go into retirement until you solve that shortfall issue. How are you going to take the dollars that you've saved your entire working career and how are you going to turn that into income so you don't run out of money? How are you going to adjust it for inflation? And the market goes down, how's that going to affect your investments? All of those things come into play. So the income plan, everybody needs it. And what I think most people are missing is a plan to solve for that shortfall. Don't be on that end of the stick. Don't wait and react after something happens. Make sure you address that before you go into retirement. Good points, Kevin. All right, so that's universal truth number one. Everybody needs an income plan. If you don't have one, get in touch. Give Kevin a call because you need to start talking about that. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Everybody needs a plan to address long-term care issues as well. Again, no matter how much money you have, how much retirement preparation you've done, if you don't have that plan in place, you're not ready. Do you think most people plan for that, Walter? No, probably one of the least planned for things, right? It, it is. By, by definition, is that a plan? Uh, with sticking your head in the sand? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, it isn't, but it is, right? Because you're just winging it. You're making so a choice to stick your yeah, head in the plan, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's still not a plan, right? Really. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my great-grandmother, I was her first great-grandchild. I know I told this story, but she'd pinch me in the right cheek every time she'd seen me, say, oh, my first great-grandson. So if you if you come into the office and you look at me, my right cheek is bigger than my left cheek just because of that reason. And I miss my grandmother <laughs> uh, d- dearly. But she ended up in a nursing home for 12 years. So when she did that, when we'd bring her, you know, to events, and I remember one Thanksgiving dinner, she came over. And for 30 years, every time I seen her, she would pinch my cheek and say, my first great grandson always had a slow poke for me, always had box of raisins, no matter how old I was, till we got to the event where, Grandma, you remember me? She goes, you're one of us. She was always happy. But she lost that. And that long-term care issue can last a long time like it did in my great-grandmother's case. Don't go down that avenue because here's what the state of Michigan or here's what the federal government, here's what the nursing homes, all those people say, is that if you don't plan for it, take your assets that you've accumulated and Uncle Sam or the government says that you can keep 50% of those assets up to about a maximum of 122,000, 123,000 adjusted for inflation every year. So notice I said up to. So if you have a half a million dollars saved, you go to the nursing home, you can save 50% of those assets up to about 122, 123, not 250,000. So you have to spend those assets all the way down until you get there and then you start the Medicaid process. That is your plan if you don't have a plan. 
That's the road you're going to go down if you don't sit down and you don't plan for this. Nursing homes cost eighty dollars to $100,000 per year in this area. So how long will your portfolio last? What will it do to your spouse? What will it do to your children? What kind of stress is it going to put on family members if you don't plan for it? And I can tell you from experience, because I've been doing this and helping people for 30 years, it's a big issue, and most people don't plan for it. So therefore, when it comes, it, it comes from behind, and it creates all sorts of havoc. Don't let that happen to you. I'm telling you from a personal experience, there's ways to plan for it, and it's not as expensive as most people think. We're talking with Kevin Ray. In case you're just joining us, he is our financial coach at Insight Folios Local, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. If you've got any questions about what we talk about on the show today, please reach out. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526. Long-term care issues often so overlooked. We've got to make sure that they're addressed, though, because they can just destroy a financial plan. That's a universal truth, no doubt about it. In a matter of years. In a matter of years, yep. Uh, Nobody can consistently time the stock market successfully. Another universal truth that many a person, Kevin, have tried to prove wrong in the past. Well, do you think if somebody could time the stock market every single time they would be telling us? No, because they yeah. would have their competitive advantage lost at that point. Well, they'd, have, <laughs> they'd be a gajillionaire, right? They, they also wouldn't us. care about <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. They wouldn't care about us. You know, you can look at, and I just read an article the other day, and I can't remember, I think it was called The Big Short, the movie with Christian yeah. Bale. Uh-huh. Well, that particular gentleman predicted the 2008. So he's saying another market crash is coming. But if you look deeper, he's failed. The last nine predictions were wrong. Harry Dent is another another guy who says the market crash is just looming on the horizon. But if you listen to somebody from J.P. Morgan, they're going to tell you, no, the market's going to continue for a while. There's nobody that can consistently time the stock market. So that's when we say when you're in the stock market, it's a long-term investment because you need time to weather the ups and downs through the market. Because I can guarantee you one thing about the stock market. It's going to go up and down many times through the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So consistency, long-term is the key when you're going through here. And if you're getting close to retirement, make sure whatever investments you have are going to produce the income. So if the market does go down or in the event that it does go down, that you can handle that and it's still going to produce the income. You can wait out that market to return and go forth. So don't think that, you know, there's lots of newsletters being sold out there. People are going to, you know, tell you when Armageddon's around the corner or when to buy, when to sell. Nobody can do that consistently. In fact, I, Bill Miller was one fella who had a terrific run on a scale of 1 to 100. He was like 99 or 100. And then the next 15 years, he was down at the bottom. So there's nobody can do it. Long term is the key here. Stay invested long term. All right. Last but not least, one more universal truth to cover on the show today. Nobody knows how long they're going to live. Yeah, that one is uh, pretty hard to pinpoint for the average person. And that makes this whole financial planning thing uh, the fun, right, Kevin? Otherwise, it'd be really easy. Well, everybody could do it then, right? So if I if you know you're going to live to 70 years old, you don't need any help. You can figure this out on your own. And longevity. I talked about my great-grandmother and my great-great-grandmother. They both lived into their 90s. My other grandmother, she lived into her late 80s, and she had a uh, bladder infection that got out of control. I bet she'd still be here today. So my mom died at 66. So her mom, her grandmother, her grandmother all lived close in the their 90s and close to 90s, and she died at 66. Longevity isn't a good indicator. So how long are you going to live? Nobody knows. If I knew that, it would be simple. So when we sit down and we do planning, 
people, I'm going to show you living to age 90 or 95. And the reason is simple. I want you to have enough income. I don't want want you to run out of income at 85. Uh, some people come to my office saying, I'm not going to live past 80. Well, I said, what if you do? And then I pulled out this article with my dad's side uh, where his grandfather was um, interviewed in the Claire uh, newspaper. What was the success of living a happy life? And they interviewed him at age 86. And he was on a barn a few years earlier completing his last barn. He was a builder. So nobody knows how long you're going to live. So plan to live for a long time. And the reason is simple. You want to have money just in case. Medical technology is coming out. You know, we're living longer. All those things are coming out. And you have a better chance than your parents did, in most cases, of living longer. So we need to plan for that. We need to plan for inflation. We need to have your investments generating income. So if you do live a long time, you don't have that worry going into retirement. You're not a burden on children, family, those types of things. And you can handle it going forward. So plan for more than enough rather than thinking you're going to live to 80, let's plan if you're going to live to age 90 or 95. These universal truths are so important to understand, and uh, if you need help navigating through the complexities of the financial world and retirement planning, that's why Kevin Ray is there for you. The name of the show is Simply Financial because that's the mission. We want to make things simple along the way. And Kevin's going to walk you through his process at Insight Folios, the simplicity planning process that just breaks everything down in an easy, understand way and uh, sets you up for success in retirement. So if you'd like to schedule a time to talk a little bit about meeting for a complimentary review of your financial plan, you can come into the office in Pinconning or Saginaw or have a conversation first over the phone. But it all starts with a phone call from you to express that interest, and you can do that easily today. 888-885-PLAN is the number. You don't have to have all of your uh, documents and things in front of you. Just call to express your interest in meeting, and you can set up a time when it's convenient for you. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Call that number to get in touch with Kevin today. 888-885-PLAN. More coming up on today's show. We'll get to answer some of your questions before we're done for the week and much more straight ahead on Simply Financial. It's getting to know you time. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. This is Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin, and it's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better. So we take a sidestep each week from all the financial talk just to have a little fun. And I kind of come up with some crazy questions or just uh, unique questions or just regular questions to get to know Kevin's personality some more. Kevin, we always love uh, getting nostalgic here on the show, so we'll have that flavor of question for you this week. What was your favorite TV show as a kid? Well, I thought you were going to say, what was your favorite radio show? Because you're going to indicate I was old or something. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I like this. I like this better. There was two that I really like to watch if I'm thinking back. I like the $6 million man, and then I like the happy days. You know, the Fonz, the cool, growing up in the 50s, because my dad always talked about growing up in the 50s. And, you know, now we got a 1956 Ford, my dad and I, that we drive around. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with that 50s flair. And, you know, my dad still wears the... T-shirts underneath are like they like they did back then, so I get a good dose of it every day. So if I had to pick the two, I think I'd say Happy Days. I, I almost uh, would say Happy Days as well, even though they were, I guess, reruns when I was growing up. But they were, uh, it, I remember watching that with my parents and loving Happy Days. Uh, definitely one of my favorite shows as a kid. This is a hard one to pick because I feel like there. And also, what do we define as kid? You know, because right, like right. shows you watched maybe in your high school age days versus as a like kid kid you know are very different like 
Rugrats or uh, Hey Arnold was my favorite. Like if I was truly a kid and we're not talking about like a little bit older, Hey Arnold was probably my favorite, that cartoon show on Nickelodeon. Yep. I'd probably say that one. Saved by the Bell was huge in, in for my generation as well, so I was definitely into Saved by the Bell. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I was a pretty big Power Rangers fan there Ooh. for a little while. Ooh. Certainly well, grew out of that, but <laughs> if we're going, you know, young, young as a kid, I'd probably say the the uh, Batman, Powell, Capane, oh, you know, yeah. all those stuff. The, the like the the legit Batman, yeah, the legit <laughs> Batman, yeah, Adam West, yeah, with the old the old fashioned graphics on the screen, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So I, I, we could probably talk for days and days about the TV shows we watched as a kid, and and we'd have to put some more parameters around what defines kid and uh, and that kind of thing we'd have to go through different phases of life probably to get a good estimate there but a couple of good examples there we have some synergy there with the happy days enjoyment we do i'm, I'm surprised you know because of our age difference yeah you know, i'm surprised wonder years also really liked wonder years yep growing yep. up uh, and apparently they're rebooting wonder years it's coming what, coming back do you remember the episode where the fawns he's out in nature and he can't take it and you know the, the crickets are going the frogs are going he says cool it and they all stop <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't remember it uh yeah. i don't have quite the um recall of happy days individual episodes like i do other yeah. shows but i can just picture it very easily yeah. Or Pinky Tuscadero. You know. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just loved the juke, you know, hitting the jukebox. And, yeah. And, of course, I remember the Jumping the Shark episode. Because yes. that slipped on an infamy for many, many years. <laughs> so. Too cool. Uh, well, there you go. Favorite TV shows as a kid. A couple of options for you there. Uh, we'll get back to the financial talk coming up next right here on Simply Financial. Moving along on Simply Financial today, glad you're with us, Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, and this is the portion of the show where we try to answer some of your questions from the mailbag, and I've got a couple of good ones to throw Kevin's direction today. Kevin is the financial coach at Insight Folios with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. If you have any questions for Kevin directly, you can certainly reach out anytime at 888-885-PLAN, uh, or you can go to insightfolios.com. Digging into the mailbag, I've got a question here from Sharon. Sharon says, I haven't bought any long-term care insurance because my assumption is that by the time I need nursing home care, I will have gotten a sizable inheritance from my parents. Is that a bad plan? Yes. All right, our second question of the week comes to us from... <laughs> well, it's yes, that's a bad plan, Sharon. I'm making light of it. But in my estimation, and I'll tell you why... What happens is something happens to your parents and all that money is gone because they need long-term care and it's not there. And then you're going into life, you're older and the cost of the long-term care insurance is now more costlier because when you're younger, it's cheaper because the insurance company has a number of years to work with. When you get older, it gets more expensive and you want to plan for it just in case. So if you get the inheritance, you could stake that inheritance and maybe help pay for the long-term care insurance that's extra dollars that you could have so don't you know don't plan on you know your parents leaving you uh, some money to to get along through retirement or plan for this long-term care because it may not come true because i, I just told you about my great-grandmother you know she was 12 years but she didn't go into the nursing home until her late 80s so that could happen to your parents also. So plan for it because this is something that's on everybody's mind. If you talk to your neighbors, you talk to your friends, you talk to your family, everybody knows at least one person that's went through the nursing home and we've all heard those stories. And if you buy a long-term care insurance policy, 
Remember, I call it the stay out of the nursing home policy. It's a last resort because it pays for at-home health care, so you can bring somebody in the home, and it pays for assisted living. So if you need some more help, you can go to assisted living. Last resort is typically going to the nursing home, and this long-term care policy may prevent you from doing that and save your retirement going forward. It's a great point, Kevin, and uh, we, something we were talking about more heavily earlier in the show, Sharon, about how you know those universal truths about long-term care issues and having a plan for those and everybody needs that plan and the one that you have in place is is not necessarily a great one so definitely reach out to kevin you can work through a little bit more how to put together a solid plan that not only addresses that but the rest of the elements that go into your financial plan as well 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to reach kevin that's 888-885-7526 All right, Mary Beth has the last question of the week. And Mary Beth says, I recently found out that my department at work, and of course my position, is about to be completely eliminated. Sorry to hear that, Mary Beth. I'm only 55, so I can't pull money out of retirement yet, even though I have plenty saved. But I think it would be virtually impossible to find a new job with a salary that's comparable to what I've been making. How much should this concern me? Well, Mary Beth, because you're 55, and you know, I'm sorry too that you lost your job, but that should concern you quite a bit. A couple of reasons here. Well, if you longevity, we got a plan for a long time uh, for you to live. But being that you're 55, you're in kind of a unique position here. So if you do have money set aside in your 401k or 403b, wherever you're working at, there is no 10% penalty if you pull money out of that, as long as you retire in the year that you're 55 or older. Now, if you transfer that money over to an IRA, if you sit down and you talk to someone and they say transfer it to an IRA, then the 10% penalty is going to come into play. So the IRS says this, if you have money in IRA and you take money out of it before the age of 59 and a half, the 10% penalty is going to be applied unless you do something that's called a 72T calculation, and that's kind of limited on what you can do. So being 55, you need an income plan. So if this entails you maybe working part-time or making less money than you currently were, can we take what you've already saved, because you said you have you know quite a bit saved, and can we supplement to what your, your shortfall is going to be, what we talked about earlier? And I bet you we can, but it starts with you sitting down and putting together an income plan. And you're being forced into it now, so don't you know? Don't sit on the sidelines and procrastinate and think. Stick your head in the sand. And think this thing's going to go away because it probably won't. And you've you've already said a couple of things. You think it's virtually impossible to you know find the same job, the same salary. So there is going to be a shortfall. And do we have to plan what what your bills coming in a month? We need to you know lots of answers. So if you have three thousand dollars worth of bills that you have to pay, and you're making twenty five hundred, the shortfall is five hundred dollars. How are we going to take what you saved? and increase that so you don't run into trouble. So it starts with you, Mary Beth. It starts with you sitting down, and it starts with you putting an income plan together because you're at 55 years old. There are several options because you have money sitting into your 401k. So don't sit on the sidelines. Give us a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you and go through all the various planning techniques that we use here to get you to that age 59 and a half and until the age when you're going to retire and solve your shortfall. That's the critical thing going in here. We need to solve your shortfall. How are we going to do that? And it starts with planning. And again, that number to call is 888-885-PLAN. 
to get in touch with Kevin Ray, your financial coach here in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure you're on the right track to get to and through retirement, that you understand your financial plan, and uh, that you're working with somebody who has your success in mind and your best interests in mind. And that's what Kevin has as a fiduciary financial advisor. 888-885-PLAN is the number. One more time, that's 888 888- 885-7526. Call now and let Kevin know that you're interested in meeting for a complimentary review of your plan or that you maybe have some questions to go over over the phone. Either way, great place to start is with that conversation with Kevin. Kevin, we appreciate the conversation today and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next weekend. Yep, get some sun, Walter. Uh, well, not too much. Not too just, much. Just, just enough. Yep. Just enough vitamin D, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. And thank you for listening to the show today. This has been Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.